Welcome, this is James Barclay and this is Unprecedented Business Growth. Welcome. This podcast doesn't seek to provide a preamble around the process of evaluating and incorporating marketing and branding, customer segmentation, pricing and channels. Rather, I'm going to look beyond what everyone else is doing and help you focus on what your business can offer that your competitors cannot. Here's some questions to ask yourself. You've chosen a new high-growth market, a new product, a new service, a new consumer segment, a new market of geographic nature, based on a rational evaluation of the customer demand, competitive landscape, and the pragmatic realities of doing business. Here's the questions my very best clients commonly ask themselves. Number one, how does the new high-growth market align with the strategic direction or the driving force of the organization? What are the distinctions? Next, what customer needs are we uniquely qualified to provide that others cannot readily create in that high-growth market? Does that require an adaption of an existing product and service or a creation of a new product or service for that high-growth market? Next, are we able to build a competitive advantage around speed to market, the production costs, the assembly, or the delivery of the know-how to the client? Number five, what's different about the potential customer base? Next, what's different about the marketplace? What perception in the high-growth market do we want our customers to have of the brand and its value? Number eight, what's the right level of innovation we need to offer in resolving customer service issues? Number nine, who's your highest potential customer? Ten, how do we best build a relationship with them and vice versa? There's three more I'd like you to consider. Number 11, where do your products, services, and relationships need to be competitively positioned in terms of the value and the price? Number 12, how do we make it easy for the customer to purchase our products and services? And number 13, what's the right level of education to support the desired level of customer acceptance? There we have it, 13 powerful questions that you immediately need to take away from this discussion and think about. Next, I'd like to urge you to forsake the tired and typical path advocated by the traditionists and ask yourself these very clear and powerful questions. Number one, how can we maximize the customer excitement in receiving, using, and exploiting their acceptance of our product, service, and relationship? We talked in an earlier podcast about the Beatles providing a template for breaking into a new high-growth market in the music industry. I'd like you to think about how their customers received, used, and exploited their music in terms of the product that they offered, the service, and the relationship. Number two, what does that excitement look like, feel like, hear, and transform into an experience? From the moment that you listened to the first music by the Beatles, where did it look like when you opened an album cover, if it was in the 60s or 70s or 80s, or now I imagine I'm a dinosaur talking about those things? What did it feel? What did it hear to you? And what did it transform in terms of an experience if you went to see them in concert? Number three, what encourages or discourages that desired level of excitement for your product or your service? How can you exploit the 
factors that encourage customer excitement and eliminate or minimize the factors that discourage customer excitement. Number four, how can you orient your marketing, branding, customer segmentation, pricing and distribution channels around maximizing customer excitement with your product, service and relationships? Again, think of the music analogy and the Beatles. The marketing is focused around a designated segments of the popular music industry. The branding is very powerful. It has a new look, a new feel. It looks at the image of the haircuts, the clothes, the whole sound. The pricing is deliberately positioned, whether it had been for a new single in those days or an album or now a digital download. And the distribution channels to then would have been through LPs and obviously through live concert sales, etc. Now today we have a multiplicity of different media through which you can reach the customer and vice versa, the customer can reach you. Hence the complexity has dramatically increased, but still the basics are the same. And number five, how can we monitor and evaluate each customer interface to determine the right level of support, investment and accountability with the right level of excitement for the customer? You now have a dramatic start to launching your new brand in a high-growth market. You can readily forego endless market research, focus on creating exciting, compelling products, services, and relationships. An engagement with customers that is built on their judgment of the value that's derived from the use of your product for their own people, their customers, and their suppliers. You're no longer a commodity, rather an organization that brings to new high-growth markets unprecedented excitement and value in return for fair and equitable payment. Think about that. Think about the music analogy. And think about the dramatic excitement that you can create with your product and how you can burst into a market, not merely drift into a new market. You've been listening to Unprecedented Business Growth with me, James Barclay.